0: This episode is brought to you by Facebook Gaming. Facebook Gaming provides research-based insights, in-depth case studies, and educational materials, helping game makers, developers, and publishers of all sizes to build, grow, and monetize their games. In our new report, Games Marketing Insights for 2021, we explore some of the trends that emerged in 2020 that will impact gaming in 2021. To get your free copy and to learn more about Facebook Gaming's powerful UA and monetization solutions, visit fb.gg forward slash the drum. You'll find useful educational materials including playbooks, webinars, blogs and reports alongside great video content.
1: I suppose then the, the question that naturally follows from that is mobile and social are kind of inextric, inextricably linked now. So to what extent does, you know, live streaming and the opportunities for social content and for community growth around that, what does that actually offer to marketers? Tim, I wonder if you could maybe delve into that a little bit.
0: Certainly a massive growth area that we're seeing in Facebook gaming. Um, you know, we are starting to, to see watch hours. I think we, surpassed a, a billion watch hours last year that's i need to check that's numbers. Out, but yeah. yeah it's incredible um and you know and we are probably uh leading you know one of the leading mobile streaming platforms you know at, at fb.gg um but to be fair games like uh you know among us and so on have pushed that up a lot as well i mean it used to be live streaming was, was twitch and mm-hmm. it was you know, triple A console games and, and or, or eSports games. Um, you know, again, it's it's amazing to me when you think about eSports and live streaming, the sheer scale of it. Yeah. And yet how much the broader media industry and advertising industry doesn't even think about it. And it's, you know, and even when you put the numbers in front of people, I think sometimes they're like, uh, yeah, but it's gaming. And I mean, gaming is so enormous and such an enormous opportunity for advertisers that, that uh, you know, and Natalia made the very good point that it's, you know, it's not just, you know, young people who don't have any spending power. There are gamers that, you know, and because we all started, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, of an age where I had a Commodore 64 when I was a kid. And I'm, so I don't fit the sort of 18 to 35 targeting profile of most gaming advertisers, let me put it mm. that way. Yet I still play and, you know, I still respond to ads that, uh, you know, get my attention. So, but to back to your point about live streaming, I think it's a huge opportunity, um, you know, the amount of time people spend watching, like I said, is incredible, but uh, the, you know, we've seen, certainly saw on Twitch, the introduction of ads and so on has been tricky there. It definitely um, is. And I think probably Natalia knows this space a lot better than I do, but I think, you know, again, it has to be a value exchange
1: yeah actually i wondered if you could maybe elaborate on some of that natalia because you mentioned esports and live streaming before and to tim's point there that you know the, the introduction of ads to that space has been tricky you know how ready are brands and audiences gaming audiences to actually encounter ads within that live streaming space
2: uh sure so uh, first of all i think that it's fair to say that both live game streaming and eSports is a subset of gaming since without Mm -hmm. games, without gaming and the search in numbers, they won't be searching live streaming and uh, eSports numbers. That's um, that's number one. So, you know, I'm considering this as part of the bigger ecosystem and um, um what i can say in terms of live streaming and esports in specific i see that a lot of brands see it as a more premium space and they want to give it a try um like uh, any sports tournaments for example jumping over mobile gaming audience like mm. pc and console games yeah they want to you know to go huge and to like to get started with sponsorships of something uh bigger uh and um, what i would recommend is to sort with the basics as you know in-game advertising and gaming as the advertising ecosystem is a relatively new channel and that's why we need to you know to give it a try from every angle starting from uh games and then switching to live streaming and esports uh, as a platform, Anzu um, can provide uh, advertisers with in-stream and in-tournament ads. That's mm. you know the way we call them. Although uh, at the end of the day, these are the same in-game ads um what i can say in terms of the uh like uh, streaming and esports audience and generally um the audience and uh, the end users are much more sophisticated these days everybody Mm -hmm. thinks about privacy everybody understands when we are um like displaying um disruptive ad and they they are not happy with it anymore right they don't want this blunt advertising or you know the the advertising the advertising that um bloggers uh serve in a bad way and that's again where in-game ads can help in terms of coming into the live streams since i'm as a streamer streaming a game where there are in-game ads, that are part of the environment, and my um, viewers just perceive this ad as part of the gaming world, um, which gives many more eyeballs to advertisers. Like the, you know, the increase is huge. Since if uh, the player base is like one million, for example, the live streaming uh, viewer base can be five times more. So that's much more exposure. The exposure is supernatural and. Uh, in, not disruptive, everybody's happy with it. So, I do think that it's going to be more and more popular. And I also say, as I mentioned at the beginning, that uh, a number of brands want to get started with streaming and with uh, esports.
1: Mm. I wondered, is there anything in particular in the report that really leapt out at you beyond kind of the growth in audience numbers? Um, you know, what are the sort of the big trends that have been elaborated on by the report that you think are worth noting for brands and advertisers?
0: Well, I think, uh, I mean, you touched on it yourself, Chris, talking about the social play and the growth in, in sort of willingness and the value of gaming as a, as a social connection. And I think that exists... Uh, not just in the game itself, but we've seen a huge explosion in gaming groups on, on, on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and the way people interact around games and I think start to identify with a game as part of part of their identity, I suppose. Um, so again, I think I come back to, to my point about, uh, you know, the idea around... Uh, the need for the diverse, the creative to answer the diversity audience. The thing that jumped out at me was, you know, these aren't just a big monolithic group of people you can call gamers. Mm. That to me is the big thing, and it's becoming more and more apparent. More, the more research we do, the more work we do, the more we realize. And you can cut it like all sort of cohorts of, uh, you know, segments of, of a market, you can cut it multiple different ways you can cut it demographically you can cut it geographically but what i found interesting is cutting it by sort of propensity for genre and then the motivations for play and in the report you know we talk about you know natalia hit the nail on the head a lot of people play mobile games to just pass time absolutely but we saw some really interesting things like people some people do play for a sense of a way to express their identity you know, and that's why you see games like Animal Crossing are a perfect example of that, or, or Lily's Garden, or you know, any of those sorts of games that you know are ways for people to say this is who I am. Particularly in it, you know, when everyone's living remotely, yeah. Um, that's what became really interesting to me is that you know, gaming has this sort of dual uh, identity where it's you know, some people think, oh, gaming, it's it's something I'm not necessarily proud to say I do, and then on the other side of that coin, there are people who say through the games i play this is part of my identity and this is how i express it and that goes across you know you can dig into each of these genres and each of the motivations for why people play certain genres and i think to me that's almost a turnkey solution for uh, games advertisers and for other brands to access this market you know whether it's like you talked about luxury brands or tech or telco or you name it this audience you know the way they play the way they express themselves the genres they play the time they spend all of those things are you know they're identifying themselves and what better for advertisers than sort of a self-reporting person who says i'm interested in this i feel like this i look like that and you know yeah it's great for for advertisers oh
1: my god it's fantastic and that's actually quite a i don't know i i almost quite emotional <laughs> about the idea that that sort of people do and i recognize it in myself as well you know this, this idea that some of the games you play are a core part of your identity you know they're as valid a form of media as any other and so you know if you can have if you base part of your personality on a book on a movie then why not these games that you kind of do invest so much of your time and your personality in that's absolutely it's such a uh it's kind of a um sort of a really hopeful way of looking at it i think and so to, to really start wrapping this discussion up, because there's, there's been so many insights already, I wondered if we could maybe talk about what are the where should smart marketers be placing their chips? Uh, Natalia, you spoke earlier about this idea that it's not just endemic brands who can really take advantage of that. So for people who are looking to get involved with gaming advertising now, where should they start looking?
2: um that's you know a good question and that's i'm like like, you know speechless since (laughs) uh, as i mentioned before the um gaming offers so many opportunities for marketers um i think that smart marketers should First, recognize the power of gaming. Um, again, the reports, um, as we've been talking about a lot, the Facebook report for 2021 is a great asset just to have another look or to reconsider the way you think about gaming and gamers as your target audience. That's number one. And then the, um, the advertisers target and the KPIs are very important uh, to begin with. Uh, as I mentioned, every brand uh, can find the right audience among gamers, since uh, there are so many gamers that um, you know they're diverse and the the audience is versatile. So it's not about whether I should. Tap to gaming. It's about how I should do this. Who is the target audience? What kind of platform do, do I want to target? Where do I want to get started with? And uh, we see the search numbers across the globe uh, in terms of the people who play games, the, the genres, um, platforms. So every marketer can find something for themselves within the uh, gaming world. And I think that's you know the most important thing and the first thing that marketers should be aware of
0: well i think you know we go back to the top of our conversation where we talked about you know this new cohort and whether they're here to stay and i think probably the the in summation they are here to stay at least a, a large proportion of them and uh people who were playing will continue to play so you know there is there is a market in in mobile gaming and in gaming in general and it's growing and it's becoming much more mainstream so i think you know advertisers of, of any stripe but certainly you know from from our point of view at facebook gaming you know gaming advertisers anyone who wants to launch a game from indie developers to to triple publishers you know there's a there's a big cohort of gamers there's a whole bunch of new gamers who've come into the mobile gaming business who look slightly different and so I think, you know, connecting with that group and, and those groups is one of the big things that will need to happen in 2021. I think the behaviors that are shifting, you know, we talked about um, the, the mixed or hybrid monetization model, you know, moving from a you know, singular approach to, to hybridization, in-app advertising uh, is a huge opportunity, but again, the new cohort are happy to spend money. So you have to find that balance. You have to you know uh, build a business model or a monetization model that works for that but also outside of the games themselves you know i think you know one of the things that i we're looking at for 2021 for mobile gaming particularly which has been done very well with some of the AAA franchises in console and pc is you know is about brand and you know what is brand to mobile gaming and you know we're doing some work with our friends at Deconstructor of Fun and they're, they're sort of doing their prediction series for 2021 as they, they always do, you know, and we've been talking to them a little bit about what is brand to mobile advertisers. I think that's interesting. Mm. Um, but bottom line for me co- always comes back to, you know, it's going to be about creative, I think. I think, you know, I don't, we didn't go into it. And I'm glad we didn't go into it because it's just a, a hot button topic at the moment. But the, the changing ecosystem uh, around data and privacy yeah. is going to mean that creative will be the turnkey solution in 2021 for for advertisers. I think in any business, because, you know, if people, you know, as as the world becomes more, uh, you know, uh, choosing my words very carefully, <laughs> as the ecosystem changes around data and privacy, we go back to some old school advertising, which is great creative. Maybe we don't know, you know, the, how, which part of it works but you know you know that it will work there's lots of people out there there's lots of people to advertise to and good creative is what gets people's attention
1: yeah something we could do an entire other podcast specifically about that about kind of the value of creative in this new ecosystem particularly around gaming yeah. but like you said that would be a 4 5 hour discussion so you know <laughs> the length of an audiobook almost so what else then is coming from Facebook gaming and where can the audience find you if they want more insights
0: uh, well, this report is available and we've uh, – fb.gg forward slash the drum report. We just made a bespoke URL for everybody who's listening to this. But if you visit fb.gg forward slash marketers, there's a bunch of stuff available in our site there. Uh, from the previous report I mentioned, the genre and great games report, there's also some work coming out in the next few months Uh or, which is very much speaks to what I've been saying about creative. Um, we've done some really deep analysis of what people respond to in terms of creative, and we've come up, our, our colleagues at the creative shop within Facebook have come up with a great system for helping games advertisers build creative that will be, people will respond to. So it's worth keeping an eye out for that. Uh, and then we'll be doing the rounds across Europe. We'll be at White Knights, we'll be at PGC, um, you know, Uh, and delivering as much as we can, as much value to the industry as we can.
1: There's so much there to digest. I'm sure that everybody who goes and actually gets a copy of that report will need to take the time to actually sit and try to pass it because there is so much data there. But for now, thank you both very much for sharing your expert insight about what those opportunities are for marketers and gamers themselves as well. So Tim and Natalia, thank you so much for joining us for this.
2: Thanks
0: very much, Chris, and thanks, Natalia.
2: Thank you.